0: Mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. Monday morning, it is December 5th, 740 KFGO time. 21 lovely degrees as we get going today.
1: The first Monday of the month, we have an opportunity to visit with the Fargo Fire Department. It's always just a treat. and a uh, part of it is uh, is educating and informing our listeners. And then part of it is also giving you some of those inside Inside the department, some of the issues, some of the topics, some of the things that they've been working on. The chief has been uh, very active in the uh, the new dispatch center that's being uh, worked on in and around the FM area. But we have joining us in studio, Tim Benfett, Craig Nelson. I'm looking at the other, I'm looking at Ryan Erickson and I'm saying Craig Nelson. That's how good... I am, Dan. I can look at the wrong guy and say the right name.
0: Well, it usually happens the other way around, so that is refreshing. Uh, Good morning, fellas. And so while the chief is on a flight to, like— I don't know, Miami no, he's or if, uh, he's Tucson. Not. He or, overslept. No, okay, you don't have to have his back. No, he slept
1: in. He said, guys, you got to cover for me. You can't make it. These guys are
0: coming in. <laughs> I'm getting so, too
1: old. Tim, Ryan, 7.40, Greg... way too early in the morning. I need my oatmeal.
0: <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, he had to put his teeth in for that. Hey. Good morning, guys. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being with it. us today. Yeah, thanks for having I me. almost don't know where to start. I just, uh, my wife and I were talking yesterday afternoon. We live on 31st Avenue South in Fargo. 32nd Avenue South is a main thoroughfare for you guys at that south station to get to where you're going, anything, I suppose, east and north and south. So we have you guys going by all the time. It sure seems like you guys are busy this holiday season. Am I imagining that, or is it rocking?
2: We're just busier overall.
0: Okay. uh, Never eases up? Just pretty consistently busy now? Is that something you've seen change in your time with the fire department?
2: We've increased since I started over 20 years ago. Our runs have gone from about 4,000 a year. We're up. Closer to fourteen thousand a year. Oh now. wow! And how long ago did you start? Twenty three years ago. Wow, that's amazing.
0: so.
1: Craig is sitting closest to me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with with Craig this morning. And and one of the things that I hear about are space heaters, and w- what I struggle with is space heaters have been used for decades, for generations and generations. It doesn't seem are are they getting safer, and we're just not using them the smart way and the right way. Your insight, Craig.
3: That to me is, is probably the, the biggest thing is they're just not being used correctly. They're not keeping space between the heater itself and other items that might be in the room. They're being left on too long. So they pull uh, too much electrical through like an extension cord. Uh, that's not big enough for the space heater itself, but it's, it's those types of things. It's the logistical things that they're
0: not.
1: Should you plug correctly. a space heater into a power strip? Does that make
0: it, uh, is that a better for an choice? extension cord? Should it ever be plugged into something like that or directly into the wall?
3: It shouldn't be plugged into an extension cord at all. But it it, should be
0: directly into
3: the outlet.
1: Directly, not into a power strip, directly into the wall. Yep, directly
0: into the wall. So what goes wrong when we, you know, know, God bless these folks that live in these mobile homes, but they put the space heater underneath the vehicle to keep the lines from freezing so their kids can have running water in the morning, and that seems to be a major no-no. That seems to start fires. Any one of you guys? Is that true? And should you ever do that?
4: Yeah, like well, like Craig was saying, that a lot of times the issue is that you're hooked into an extension cord and then that's causing problems where it's overheating that cord and it's bunched up. And
0: obviously when they're outside, you have all sorts of other issues where the the weather can affect it and that type of stuff too. So, you know, space heaters are important. I've got one in my office. They're making new space heaters now, though, fellas, that are much more safe. Yeah, most of them have a overheat switch
4: or a tip-over switch, but it's just plug them directly in the outlet, follow the manufacturer's instructions, and then... Then they can be operated safely.
0: Do you guys ever get frustrated? I mean, it, you know, it, it requires taking something personally, and I imagine you guys try all the time to stay professional. But do you ever take it, uh, you know, to heart when you hit so many fires at trailer courts, so many deck fires? No matter how many times you guys have talked about, you know, put out your cigarette in sand, use water, make sure that it's completely out. Yet we continue to have these deck fires. Does
2: that stuff ever frustrate you guys? It's frustrating for sure. I, I don't take it personally, but it's frustrating we try and get the message out there as much as possible on social media, using advertising, uh, websites, all kinds of different methods, and it still seems to keep happening. What's it going to take to get it to stop? Well, you know, and the
4: big thing is we just, we, we see what the impact is, and nobody gets to see that until it happens to them, and we just don't want anybody to have to go through that. We're actively trying to put ourselves out of business, and, you know, we just... Take those steps. Take a little bit of time. Um, You know, like they said, the the cooking, that's as simple as just sticking around the kitchen, setting timers. And like you mentioned earlier, the
0: sand and not using flower pots for ashtrays. You know, and uh, (laughs) the other thing about these deck fires is it affects not just you and people that live with you in your apartment, but oftentimes people down the hall or your whole floor will have to be evicted for, you know, six, eight months while they come in and redo the construction.
2: It is heartbreaking when we show up at a, an incident like that in an apartment building and there's 40, 50, 60 families that have to find some place to stay that night, have to find some place to move to that are forced out of their homes because of a careless act. And
0: again, the point being, if, if you won't put that out with a uh, you know pitcher of water now for yourself... Think about everybody else that's uh, around and remember that deck safety. Nobody wants to be displaced ever, but especially this time of year and to have to stand out in the cold while you guys rush in to do your jobs. I mean, that's tough. All right. Well, I just saw on uh, one of the access channels, and yes, I'm one of those geeks that watches the access channels in Fargo and Moorhead. You guys just uh, had some new firefighters join the crew, right? Who wants to talk about that?
3: I can. I kind of had that up. (laughs) Tim, you're (laughs) assistant chief in charge of? I'm the uh, sports services division chief, and so I oversee hiring promotions and training. And the, when we hire new personnel, that's the, the hiring part. And then we train them. We put them through, a, most of them go through a 15-week academy. It, it depends on whether they have their EMT certification already or not.
0: Okay, so they, uh, let's back up just a second there. These people that I just saw on the Access Channel are getting sworn in and what are becoming firefighters. They've completed all that stuff, right?
3: Yep, they just completed their Friday was their fifth the Friday of their 15th week and now they will be going on shift over this last weekend and this week depending on which shift they got assigned to and they'll be starting their first shifts now.
0: You guys give them a, a raft of uh, heat, you know, as rookies, that first year and don't let them do things and because it's a I imagine I'm being facetious, but it's a learning year.
3: It's a big learning year. There's a lot to learn.
0: So you learn the basics at Alexandria or wherever. Where is the firefighters? We train? do an
3: in-house academy. Oh, you have department.
0: your own academy yep, here. And, it,
3: and it's joint with the West Fargo Fire Department. So well, how about both that? running recruits together.
0: I didn't realize that. And so they do a 15-week program, and then you become a certified firefighter. Yep. You join the Fargo Fire Department, and that's really when a lot of the individual learning starts.
2: They have a, a first year they have is 15 weeks of of training in the academy and then they spend the rest of the year in on the job training and then at the end of that year they'll take another test to certify as a firefighter too okay so it's a it's a full year of tasks that are set up for them to continue learning
0: i had a buddy who's a was a member of your team john bolstead he loved those tests no, I'm not I'm <laughs> He didn't like that at all. I think he must have you know, fell in his head and passed him, though. Somehow he ended up a captain somehow. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, if you are listening to this and you want, there are so many jobs out there, but if you want you know, meaning to your life, fellas, can you talk a little bit about what it means? I know you want to talk about Bullstead now, but can you talk to us about what it means to be a Fargo firefighter and why you should join? Recruit for us, fellas. It's-
3: It's it's a very, very rewarding job. You get paid to help people. This is the way I've always looked at it. There hasn't really been a day in my 20 years that I haven't wanted to come to work. I enjoy the people I work with. I enjoy the the community. We have a city that supports us. We have a great police department that we work a lot with uh, pretty frequently. So
0: it's it's just a very rewarding career, and
3: every day is different. So it's an exciting
0: career, too. And uh, could you guys talk just a little bit, you know, there's the other half of that is that, um, you know, you're looking for a career that's going to be rewarding, that you can uh, make some cash, you can move up the ladder. Uh, You can do that with the Fargo Fire Department. Your retirement program is second to none.
3: Yeah, we have a great pension program uh, where we, after you work X number of years, uh, you can retire and collect a check, hopefully for
0: the rest of your life. Okay. And the fire department, by the way, your retirement program that's private and self-contained right correct yep so the, totally self-contained uh, situation when you join the fargo fire department uh, it's what is that called totally vested is that what that means yeah you, well
4: so you as you work through After so many years, you become vested. Okay. Yeah. How many years
0: do you have to work to uh, be vested totally in? Ten years. Okay. Got it. Uh, And uh, one last thing before uh, we let you go here today, guys, Uh, and that is it's the holidays. We have a lot of people visiting. We have Christmas lights uh, to worry about. There's all sorts of other things like that. Do you guys uh, go on much runs? We talk about safety with your Christmas tree and making sure when you've got family there that there's a a way out of the house. Everybody is, is aware of that. Do you guys have much trouble anymore with christmas lights trees starting on fire during the holiday season is that a thing at all well the the led
4: lights have definitely helped out with the christmas light situation you know you used to be really restricted on how many you could connect together but the led lights has freed that up because they draw a lot less power and then obviously with the christmas tree the big thing there is just if you got a real one make sure you keep watering it okay
0: yeah, and what on the way out here, guys, what are you guys getting called out mostly for? What's the number one reason the Fargo Fire Department's getting called out this time of year?
2: Well, 60% of our runs are medical-oriented. We're all EMTs. Uh, that's a, the largest portion of them. We This time of year with the snow and, and icy road conditions, we're going on a lot of motor vehicle accidents. Uh, we still have fires, of course, that we respond to, um, carbon monoxide checks, alarm systems that are in alarm. Okay. Uh, and is every member of the Fargo Fire
0: Department a certified EMT? Is that true? Yes. yes. Part of the job description? All right, well, fellas, thank you so much. Uh, these are assistant chiefs, Tim Benfit, Ryan Erickson, and Craig Nelson. Uh, it's called Checking In With The Chief. We check in with the chief every month, the first Monday of every month. We check in with the chief, but he's flying to some exotic locale today, so he sent his three assistant chiefs, and we're honored. Tim, Ryan, Craig, thanks so much for stopping in today, and Merry Christmas. So good to see you guys.
2: Thanks, Dan. Merry Christmas. You. Merry Christmas. Thanks,
0: Dan. Oh, and one other thing before you leave. You guys are a huge part of our Christmas gift style show. We recruit amongst your guys. I'm not sure if you heard about this or all, but uh, we had some of your guys out, and they did a fantastic job. We raised a lot of money for the Christmas gift. Good to hear. So thanks, you guys.